Hello. Hey. Welcome to Gin and Spirits. Woo! The alcohol-infused ghost story podcast. Where we tell you about ghosts that we've researched. And drink. Yeah. Holy no. shit. I'm going to really quick grab my, okay. my dog. Okay. Hi, on your computer right now. <laughs> okay. You can fix that up. I don't know. Let's see. And we're back. And we're back. Yeah. <laughs> um... We need drinks. Yeah, I forgot to actually grab anything. And you know what? It worked out, though, because my dog got riled up as soon as we started yeah. talking at the computer. So And it turns out you can hear the breathing. You can. Yeah, yeah which probably sounds infuriating. Yes, so I'm it's, sure. It's good that it was only for a brief moment. <laughs> All right, so what you drinking, Melissa? I'm drinking um, the second half of this bottle of Red Moscato by Barefoot. Um, when I say the second half... <laughs> It's a big bottle. It's not the like individual serving size, uh, you know. Oh, the tiny bottle. No, tiny one. The like seven fifty or whatever. Oh, oh, the individual serving. <laughs> this is like you know, like two, the, there's two. like the there's like the serving for like maybe you're gonna drive home afterwards. Mm-hmm. That's a little bottle that you're talking. Yeah. About. And there's like the individual size serving <laughs> bottle, and then there's the one that's for like you bring this to like a party in mm-hmm. case someone else needs wine. And you get there, and like, there's always that one friend that's like, "Oh, we didn't bring anything to." to so we've wine. been doing this for yeah, years. And, like, oh. and I'll be honest, we were just at a um, a thing the other day, and uh, we were like, we got there, and our, our one friend was like, "Oh, I wasn't sure if I should bring alcohol to this," and I was like, "Fuck, I didn't know it was an option." <laughs> so, but um, yeah, it's fine. I keep yawning. So, I'm very sorry. That's okay. <laughs> so uh, yeah, red moscato out the bottle. Nice. And I'm drinking Elysian Stardust beer, mm-hmm. IPA, again. That weird lettuce guy? Yeah. Except it's not a lettuce thing at all. <laughs> but he is, he is love. No, I was <laughs> he's delicious. Um, it is delicious. I like it. Yes. Hooray. <laughs> all right. Your piece of the week? Uh, I finished up that show. Oh, how yeah. was it? It was good. It was only like eight episodes. Um, the Thailand, Thailanders, Thailands. I mean, fucker. I I binge watched it so fast <laughs> that I don't even remember what it's called. That's funny. Um, yeah. I by the end of it, I still feel like it had that like once upon a time fairy tale vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, the makeout sessions decreased as the violence increased. Ah. Um, which we all expected once you're like two or three episodes and you're like, this is going to go wrong. And, <laughs> you know, so that's not a spoiler either. Um, it's, it's part, you can tell it's part of the plot. Um, and, uh, yeah. And you know, the only thing is, it's one of those things where it like ended on like, not quite a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's like it ended in us in a way that you're like, okay, I can assume what happened. Right. But if there's a season two, they can do whatever they want with it. You know, mm-hmm. and I looked it up, and it's like not—they're not sure yet if they're going to make oh, a season interesting. two. And I'm like, that's the way to end it, though. If they're not sure, that's I know like how you do it. Yeah, because then they can decide later. It was the perfect way to end it if you're not sure if you're going to make another season. Interesting. Yeah, so I still um, uh, recommend it with the same level of enthusiasm, which okay. is which is neutrality. Right. <laughs> <laughs> neutrality. But the one guy is so hot. Oh my <laughs> god. I was watching the show. I was like, oh, my God, please be on camera more. He has this accent, though, that I don't – I'm not sure if he's faking it or not. Like, maybe that's really what he sounds like in real life or – I don't know. Cody, do not walk over here with your breathy bullshit. Sit. Cody. Okay. You're doing <laughs> Cody, come here. Come here. Good. Okay, sit. Sit. Great. Lay down, please. 
in New Orleans. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, so kind. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime. My dog is startled. If you that was my again, phone. It was my phone falling out of your couch. <laughs> my dog is smelling your foot. Dogs are so funny. They're yeah, so weird. They're so weird. My it. phone is within your couch. Well, do you need it anytime soon? Later. Okay. I'll right get now. it. Right now. Okay. We'll get it. Okay. okay. Um, all right. So Delphine McCarthy. Okay. McCarthy without an H. McCarthy. McCarthy. Um, uh, in 17, was born in 1787. Um, and she moved to New Orleans uh, at a time that I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> After 1787. Okay. And um, she lived in what is now called the Haunted LaLaurie House. Okay. Um, my sources for this are ghostcitytours.com and prairieghosts.com. Oh, love prairie ghosts. Yeah. It, it That's why it took me so long ghosts. to do this research because both articles were yeah. so long. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so she's known now as the cruel mistress of the haunted house. Ooh. So I'm just going to give you some backstory on her first. So she came from this large, wealthy, powerful family. Um, Her family included, like her extended family, were like people that were like military people and planters and merchants. They were all from Ireland. They moved to France and then they moved to uh, Louisiana. Oh, I was right about McCarty. Yeah. I know. When you said it, I was like, yeah, I'm glad glad you said it that way. I was going to say something, but then I was like, (laughs) Um, and, uh, the most important piece of the story is that they owned slaves. That's okay. going to come, that's going to be important later. So obviously there's going to be some slave ghosts. Right. Yeah. The story is going to blow your fucking mind. I'm so excited. Okay. So she went through three marriages and we give you some backstory cause you need to understand, you know, it's coming. So she uh-huh. has three marriages. The first one, um, in 1783, she marries this guy, Louis Chevalier. No. Yes. Why do I have two names there? I don't know why I have two names there. Louis Chevalier. Um, I have another name for some reason. Marie Larabla. I don't know why that says that. Oh, that's her parents? <laughs> I fucked this up. That's her parents. I'm sorry. Her parents okay. were Louis Chevalier and Marie Larabla. Uh, she's the third child in their family. I don't know why I put that there. Whoops. Okay. <laughs> Didn't mean to have that. All right. In 1800. In the 1800s. Um, Delphine marries Don Ramon de Lopez y Angulio. He's a high-ranking Spanish officer. <coughs> they get married in around the 1800s, and they travel to Spain in 1804. Um, and while they're there, two things happen. Okay. Number one, Don Roman dies. And number two, Delphine gives birth to their daughter, Maria Borgia, a.k.a. Borquito. Oh, so yeah. at the same time, her husband dies, and in the same vacation, she gives birth to her. My kid. God, that sucks. It, yes, it's yeah. a lot. Um, so now she—that's eighteen oh four. So now she has a kid. She's single again because she's I mean, she's widowed. Right. Um, and then in eighteen oh eight and eighteen hundreds, being a single mom is not no like yeah. So in eighteen oh eight, she meets John Blanc, and uh, they get married. And he is rich AF. He's got like. <laughs> I just wrote rich job titles, but I remember some of them were like lawyer and there was like a slew of job titles that you were like, how long did you go to school for? Like, right. A lot of things that were all like, you're rich. Um, so they bought um, the property together. They brought a property. I'm sorry. They bought a property 
Um, and they had four more children together. So now she has a total of five children. Okay. okay. One from this first and four from the second. And four from the second. Okay. And it's 1808. In 1816, Jean dies. So now she has five fucking kids. Jeez. Yeah. And 1816, her kid was born in 1804, the first one. So the youngest one is still 12. Right? 1816, 1804. Yeah. 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 So she's got wow. five kids. I meant the oldest one. She's got five right. kids and her oldest All one under is 12. 12. That's crazy. In the 1800s. So, Okay. <laughs> now it's 1825, and she finally gets her, the third marriage going. And this is Leonard Louis Nicholas Lalaurie. Okay. Uh, so here's hence Lallory. the Lalaurie house. Yeah. Okay. So she meets him because uh, her second, the daughter from her second marriage, has some kind of like back issue, and so she meets him when they're at a doctor's appointment because Leonard is a chiropractor. Okay. Um, Delphine is older than him by nearly 20 years. Oh my God. Yeah, this bitch is a cougar, mm-hmm. which I respect. It's fine. Yeah. Um, and so, and Leonard's into it. So, um, Good for him. Leonard, probably Leonard, <laughs> Leonard. Leonard. <laughs> uh, I know Leo. someone named Leonor and it's fucking with me. <laughs> Leonard. Um, so Leonard, uh, is totally into it. So they, they, uh, hook up and he goes back to France um, but turns out he got her pregnant. So his six children. Mm-hmm. So Leonard's brother now is like writing him letters and he's like, You gotta come back. This girl's gonna have your kid. So now Leonard comes back and what else is he gonna do is the eighteen hundreds so they get married. Right. Um so they purchase the uh house, the Lori, whatever I just called it, mansion thing. And um they have two kids there. Um no, wait. They have the, her one kid, and they're living there with two of her other kids. I guess the other ones were older by then. Who knows? Maybe they died in the 1800s, you know? Right. And uh, <laughs> their marriage lasted but was miserable. Mm-hmm. Um, but it didn't last too long because that all happened in 1825, uh-huh. and uh, it's 1834, and he packs his bags and moves out. He's done. Oh, okay. So At least between, he didn't die. Right. <laughs> the other two died. True. <laughs> So between 1804 and 1834, it's 30 years, Mm -hmm. she has gone through three marriages, two of which were because they died, and she has six children. Jeez. Okay? So it's a lot. It doesn't excuse what I'm about to describe by any Uh means, because it's fucked up, but this is, like, what made her snap. Okay. Okay? So now she's she's lost it, and um, she owns slaves, and rumors start going around that she might be abusing her slaves. And, um, like... First of all, I know all slaves were abused. Yeah. But. <laughs> but like intense. Yeah. Um, so I guess in Louisiana at this time, there were laws in place that were about treatment of slaves. Okay. Um, so some of her neighbors were starting to notice, okay, a lot of, like, we're seeing that, like, slaves are kind of coming and going. Like, she, they feel like they kept seeing, like, a like a revolving door of slaves going on. Right? Okay. How come she keeps getting new slaves? Where are all of them? Mm-hmm. Right? So it's like every week or so she'd have like another slave or two. And it's like, what? Right. Which she doesn't have like 80 slaves. So like, where are they? And they're right. suspicious and weirded out. And then um, one day in 1833. So for a year, at least one year, this was going on while he was still there, by the way. Okay. Okay. The husband. So, yeah. Because he left in 34 and this happened in 33. Okay. Um, and I read somewhere else that it said like he looked, he looked the other way on something, but they don't know how much he was looking the other okay. way. Okay. 
But so at least for um, more common abuse things, yeah. it goes the other way. Okay. Um, so in 1833, um, there was a slave named Leah that um, fell to her death in the courtyard. Um, but one neighbor said that um, when they were going upstairs in their own home, she heard a scream and she looked outside and saw LaLaurie, the, uh, Madame LaLaurie, uh-huh. um, chasing a little girl and with a whip. And the girl jumped off the roof of the house instead of being caught by her. Oh, my God. So she fell off the house, but she was kind of, like, really chased off the roof, you know? Yeah. And so at least you want to... It wasn't, like, her. of her own volition. It was, like, she... Right. She, and it wasn't a fall. It was, like, a fuck this. Right. So, um, and then that same neighbor later saw, like, a small grave um, under one of the trees in the yard. And she was like, oh, my God, she just buried this little girl in, a, in huh. her fucking backyard. So now they're they're like, okay, this is concerning. So... She brings it up to whoever's in charge, and they decide that that uh, Lori is breaking the rules about treating their slaves um, within whatever fucking mm-hmm. boundaries they had, and um, so all of her slaves were set set free like from her. Okay. Okay. Um, over time, though, she just buys them all back. So all the <gasps> same slaves, she goes. And oh she my buys god! Them all back one by one. Yeah. Jeez. And uh, in 1834, that's now the. Uh, her husband leaves. Um, she uh, had a slave that was in the kitchen that she would ke- keep chained to the fireplace, like they had to stay in the kitchen. Uh-huh. Um, and so, in April, on April tenth, eighteen thirty four, is after the husband leaves, the house is set on fire. Okay. And um, it comes out that the slave that was in the kitchen, tied up to the fireplace, yeah. is the one that did it. Okay. Um, and they did it because they were trying to escape shit show that was um, going on. And so it destroys part of the house and it brings to light that there are one article said seven slaves and the other one said a dozen and to be honest it really does not fucking matter. Right. Um, But so between seven and a dozen slaves um, that were in the upper part of the building behind some like weird back wall of the attic um, that were chained and tortured and experimented on. Oh. Um. Some of them lived, uh, but not all of them did. Firefighters that came had to leave uh, after they put out the fire because they couldn't um, bear to look at them. That's how mutilated they were. Oh, my God. And um, uh, Delphine escaped um, as a crowd formed on her property. And they're seeing these people that are, like, just maimed as basically, you know. And um, so the crowd is, like, waiting for the sheriff to come arrest her, and he never does, and she's gone, and they freak out, and the crowd starts to turn into a mob, and they just destroy the whole house. So yeah. whatever was left standing, like, they pretty much dismantled it. Okay. Um, they looted her stuff. It, that was it. So um, the newspapers reported on her as a monster, which she was. I'm going to tell you now about some of the stuff that went on. Now, there's a long list here of things from Prairie Ghosts, okay. which makes me feel like it probably was more than seven. The other one is what said seven. Um, I feel weird about the legitimacy of the other one, and I'll, I'll explain why after, so I'm going based off of what Prairie Ghosts said okay. on this one. Um, so, okay. Um, firefighters found them, and this is what they saw. They were male and female. It was not, like, gender discriminant. Uh-huh. Um, some And some of them were, there were 12 found alive. According to Prairie Gross. Remember, she had like a revolving door right. of going on. So some of the things I want to describe are people that are dead as well. 
Um, so that's why it's such a long list. Okay. So some um, slaves were strapped to makeshift operating tables or walls. Um, some were confined to cages like dogs. Um, this one is disturbing. Um, one woman she experimented on um, to see how she can make if she could make her bones heal in different angles. Yeah. Oh. So and she's one of the ones that lived. So this oh. one woman had her bones broken and then set at different angles. Oh, my and, God. Um, the article that was posted at the time of the incident said that it her her gait resembled a crab is how they described it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh. Um, there was a, I know. There was a – you're going to New Orleans. Uh, so <laughs> man, one of the man, one of the male slaves had a um, – a hole drilled in his head. This was very um, Dahmer. Okay. Um, he had a hole drilled in his head um, with a wooden spoon sticking out of it. Oof. And so she was, like, just trying to, like, scramble his brain around. Um, ah. There were women. I, one article said it was, like, one. Prairie Ghost says women. I don't know. Um, one, uh, did it say ghosts? Prairie Ghosts? It said ghosts. Okay. Um, so there may have been women that had a piece of their intestines, like, wrapped around their waist. And then went like went back into their body, so oh. their intestines were still working. Right, but on the but outside, on the outside. Ooh. I don't really understand how that would happen, but your intestines are really long, so so maybe. maybe. Yeah, um, some were covered with honey and black ants. Oh, yeah. Um, one woman. This is only on Prairie Ghost that it says this. Yeah, um, had her mouth shown sewn shut with quote animal excrement in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, and then like more basic torture, I guess, so to speak. Um, there were, like, people with fingernails ripped off and eyes poked out, body parts sliced. Um, there were pieces of people just, like, scattered around haphazardly. Oh she didn't give a shit. She was just, like, doing shit and, like, leaving a mess behind her, you know? That's so horrifying. I know. She had souvenirs and whips and paddles on shelves that were in the same room, and they described it as, like, the lucky ones were the ones that died. At that oh, point, my God. You know? um, so, that's all the, uh, <laughs> my dog is itching his, his body is alright um that's all of the uh like background to why it's haunted mm-hmm. um, it makes sense that that makes sense that it's haunted yeah um, <laughs> so uh the house is placed on the market because it's burned down so someone buys it and rebuilds it I guess and then uh the new house is once again now placed on the market uh-huh. um so the house is on the market for three months and uh, the guy who buys it is, like, plagued by haunting. He's like, yeah. fuck. <laughs> so, because even though it's, like, a new building, it's, like, the same property. Yeah. He's like, fuck, oh, my God. <laughs> so he's like, I can't live here. He's like, maybe I can just, like, rent it out. So right. he tries to lease out the rooms for a short time and then gives up. Because the tenants get there, they stay for, like, a couple days, and they're like, no. Right. <laughs> and they leave. Um, he was plagued by strange noises, cries, and groans in the night. <laughs> um, so he, he eventually abandons that attempt. Um, later, um, there were like vagrants that were like, kind of, oh my god, my dog is being so loud. Cody! Hey! Oh. Holy crap. Cody! Stop. Oh. Bless you. Bless you. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I don't know why my dog is like this today. Oh. Okay. Good. All right. So, um, vagrants would kind of, like, 
um, move in and out so like homeless people would, right. would live in the abandoned building once in a while. <laughs> um, at one point, uh, they found, I don't really know, I don't understand when this happened, but they found a really rich guy just like dead in the middle of like the room. Oh. Um, and it, supposedly there was like a legend that there might be treasure there because he died, but no one ever had the balls <laughs> to report it. I don't know. Um, okay. Uh, then after that, they turned it for a while into an all girls school. Okay. Um, so this is during the time of like starting to, um, uh, what, um, the opposite of segregate. Integrate. Integrate. Yeah, integration. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they were integrating um, in America. We yeah. had this whole fucking ridiculous racist thing going on. And mm-hmm. so now we have to do integration to undo start the to segregation. Start to fix that bullshit. And so um, they were integrating. Um, uh, one. This was one of the first schools that was being integrated. Mm-hmm. Um, so there were a lot of like different situations where like African American girls might have been not treated great and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And so uh they got to a point though where like all like all these girls, like different girls were coming up to their teachers like sobbing because they're they're little they're little kids, like elementary uh-huh. school. Their arms are like flayed, like their their skin oh. is like all all fucked up and like yeah. different this is happening to different girls and the teachers are like, Who is doing this to you? And they're all just like how did, what was the quote? What do they call her? Um, the woman that that woman okay. is what they would always say. Like that woman did it. Like, and who the fuck like, is that? Who that, is that? Right. Probably Delphine. Yeah. Right. These are African American. Right. Right. Girls. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. So eventually, it stops being school. Um. Because it's deemed unsafe. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. Um. And what else did I have to say about this one? Um. Uh, people claims that they've seen like butchered animals in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, children have claimed that the kids at the school have claimed that they've like been attacked by like a phantom whip. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Lots of screams, lots of groans, phantom footsteps, negative energies, all this like really basic stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, a medium went now, now we're in like the present, a medium went there and, um, she said she claimed that um, she was overwhelmed with such sadness. And before she heard anything about it, said, like, that bricked up window is not where the little girl fell out. And the tourist tour guide was like, you're right. It's uh-huh. not. And you, we didn't even know you knew that. And she was like, I, I didn't. I just know the girl fell out of that window. Oh, like, my God. Yeah. Um, so, uh, okay. Sorry. I'm, like, a little, a little over the place. Not too over the place. No, you're not. Um, okay. Then... Um, after it was a guy trying to rent it out and then a school (laughs) turned into a apartment building again and, um, word spread and people stopped going there and that was it. And so then they tried to turn it into a furniture store, um, which didn't go well (laughs) because this is crazy. The owner thought that they had vandals, um, because he kept finding stuff broken around the store. So one day he was like, yo, fuck this. And he stays there with a shotgun because it's the South. And, uh-huh. shit. and he's like, I hope they return. I'm going to shoot me some vandals. Uh-huh. And uh, they didn't return. And I guess he like fell asleep overnight and he woke up and the fucking place was trash. <gasps> and he was like, I'm done. Right. <laughs> so he closed it. Um, and then uh, they turned it into a bar at one point. And they didn't say when this happened. I just know that like on the more recent side, so 
closer to the 1900s than the 1700s. Right. <laughs> um, the 1800s, I'm sorry. Um, they found, closer to the 1900s than the 1800s. Right. Um, they found remains under the floorboards oh um, when they were remodeling the place. I think to make it a bar. I think it was the most recent. I'm not sure, though. So they were like, oh, my God. Like, this is why it's been so haunted. There's all these mutilated remains that are underneath the floorboards. Jeez. Um, So I think that's it. The the tour guides that go there still kind of claim that they get, like, like one tour guide said that she felt her bag being pulled a few Uh times. Like, they still kind of, they see apparitions of slaves. I wonder if I can go on a tour. Um, I feel like that's, like, that's crazy. It totally makes sense, like, why that's haunted. Like, jeez. Holy Mm -hmm. shit. How do yeah. people do? It's like people are horrible. Yeah. So I think yeah, that's everything. I'm that was really really good. Thanks. Wow. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah. It's sad too. Like I know it's sad, but it's it's one yeah. of those things where it's like so sad but fascinating. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sorry if that was like a little bit of a downer episode. No, but, but I mean not, not the whole episode, right. the downer bit. But um, I just thought it was. No, that was great. Fascinating. But I, I do want the listeners to know that, like, I also acknowledge that this is depressing as fuck. I can't right. even imagine what those people went through. <laughs> um, oh, and I never told you why I said I was kind of questioning the one site. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which you're see. So they were saying that the site, not Prairie Ghost, the other one, was saying that, like, it was really only one newspaper that reported on, this, on the um, slave, like, brutal treatment thing. Uh-huh. And that that newspaper at the time was similar to the National Enquirer, so they might have embellished things, blah, 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 yeah. all this stuff. And, and they were like, historians debate it. And all of a sudden, like, at the end of this huge article about all the stuff that went on, and again, it was, like, seven slaves instead of instead yeah. of 12 with all of these other dead slaves around. Like, they were like, oh, but, like, it might not even be real. Like, by the time they got to the end right. of it, you know, and it was a tourist site for New Orleans. So I wonder yeah. if they're, like... Downplaying. You know, right, like, halfway, like... They're trying to, like, pander to both. You yeah. Know? They're like, yeah. look at how interesting the story is. But don't worry. It's not, like, too bad. Right. It might like, not it be might real. real. Like, just come and check it out. Like, yeah. you know I mean? Whereas Prairie Gross was like, this was fucked up. Right. You know? Yeah. And, That's uh, interesting. Got to yeah. know your sources yeah. if they're biased. So I'm not sure. And yeah, the yeah. flip side, though, is that Prairie Ghost is called Prairie Ghosts. Right. So there's a bias <laughs> but, there, too. You know, but yeah. So I'm not sure which one is more legit in this case. But, yeah. Uh, you know, just, yeah, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Well, sorry, right. I'm going to get a glass. This bottle's too heavy to lift. I kind of feel weird. Okay. I'm going to pause it because I just want to grab my phone out from under the couch. Okay. That's fine. And we're back. We're back. And <laughs> this wine glass is outrageous. Can we talk about how much Ooh, of this wine? Ooh, it fits so much of it. <laughs> I want from so the bottle to my glass. <laughs> awesome. Love so it. Like. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to tell you about the... Uh, That's just my brother exiting the home. <laughs> I know the door stopped. No, the door closed. No. A house has been called the most haunted mm. in the entire country. Wow. Um, by some. Some say it's just the most haunted house in Kansas. <laughs> I don't know. But this is called... We both went for the South today. Yeah. Mm. yeah. This is called Sally's House. Ooh. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like that at all. Sally's oh, House. Ew. So my sources oh. are... Onlyinyourstate.com slash Kansas mm-hmm. and um, live sci-fi.tv and the Sally House history and location. So. I hate that it's called the Sally House. Yeah. I hate that. Some, call it Sally, some call it Sally's. Some call it the Sally House. You know. Sally's House is worse. Yes. So. Um, this house is in 
Atchison, Kansas, um, mm-hmm. on 508 North. I don't know if that matters. Um, and it's had a lot of owners, um, but the one that, that we're really going to account for the hauntings uh, is the family of Sally, who died in the home during a botched appendicitis surgery. In the home? In the home. This, they just did surgeries on site. That's well, crazy. <laughs> there's some uh, intrigue oh, behind shit. it. So, um, the first... Her family was, was part of the original family that owned the house. We're going backwards in time right now because pretty soon that's what people are going to have to be doing in this country with the health care. Oh, my God. Right. I know. DIY. No one brought up the haunting in the home until the 1990s when Tony and Deborah Pickman moved into the house and things started being strange. Like, Tony especially felt like he was being targeted by some type of malevolent spirit. There were unexplained voices. Um, there were like just burnt finger marks appearing. Oh, yeah. Weird. So not good things. No, um, not good things at all. <laughs> and so they called in some paranormal investigators, some psychics, and um those people determined that there are two ghosts in the home, Sally and a middle aged woman. Oh my god, so it was the ghost's house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the ghost's house. Like, I knew it was gonna be <laughs> the person who owned it would probably become the ghost, but like in, like naming the ghost Sally and then like yeah. you know what I mean yeah that, like yeah yeah oh it's, that's that's so it's weird her to me. house yeah yeah so um Sally though is said to be a friendly ghost it's okay. the middle aged woman who is the aggressive and more frightening one so <laughs> she's friendly wait Sally's not the same as the middle aged woman no they're different. my bad sorry I thought nope. you were saying like Sally nope. is Sally the is the woman. child and then there Got is it. also the middle aged woman. Got it. So, um, there was an episode of A Haunting about the the Sally House, Sally's House, um, that talks about how one of the original owners was a doctor who had an affair with a black woman, um, who was a housemaid. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if that means housemaid or if that means slave. I think it's like, like, I think a servant is paid. I think a housemaid is, I think, not paid. Like, slave, right? but indoor. So it's like a euphemism. Is that what they're called? Yeah, that is. Yeah. Euphemism. All right. So um, he's having, you know, relations with her. um, And she gets pregnant, and they have a kid named Sally. Um, And when she was around six or seven, she needed to have her appendix removed. She had appendicitis. And just so happened, uh, this man... Is, the, is a doctor, right? So some say that he purposefully botched the surgery. Um, he didn't want to take her to a hospital because he didn't... Right, yeah. So he just did the surgery in the home, and she died. Um, and then it said that the the mother attacked him, mm-hmm. and then... But she was ultimately killed. Wow. So there's that. Um, however, there's some... Fucked up on a lot of levels. yeah. There's some controversy around that, which I'll get to. So um, people who have been in the house say that they've been scratched. Um, they get, you know, the eerie feeling, right? They've watched curtains just catch on fire. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's dangerous. <laughs> it's very dangerous. Um, non-flammable curtains. Only. Yeah. So, um, and it's been on shows like Sightings, Ghost Adventures, Paranormal Witness, A Haunting, all that. So the house was built for Michael Finney in 1867. And the Finney family lived, like, 
generations and generations there until about 1947. Um, so... Is the Finney family the doctor's family? Yes. Okay. So, um, Dr. Charles Finney mm-hmm. is said to be the doctor, um that did this. Okay. Um, okay. So when the Pickmans move in in the 1990s and they start noticing all these hauntings, um, they bring in a psychic and named Peter James, who is the one who says like, Oh, like, you know, this, this is Sally, like the ghost, but there's no actual evidence of anyone named Sally living there, but there wouldn't be evidence. Right. Because she was, you know, right, the whole thing. That's right. The that's the whole thing. Yeah. So that's like you know, people speculate about it, but that's the whole thing. That's the whole. Yeah. That's so yeah, that's literally why he yes. probably killed her. Yes. That's why? So of course, there's no documentation. Right. Um. So, um, they're like, what triggered this paranormal activity? Probably the death of this little girl, but also there was a pentagram found in the basement. Hmm. Um. After the Pickmans moved out. So the new owner found this pentagram that was uh, covered over with black spray paint, but um, you could still see the pentagram from underneath it. Right. Like, you it know, was probably like, what, like, like a little, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there's that. So they're like, were they doing devil things? Um, they, there's also just like blood, blood spatter in the bedroom closet. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, demonic sigils traced in the walls, um, other satanic markings. There was a bloody sweater found in the attic. Yeah. So just like things are there that like, what were the Pikmins doing? You know, yeah. is it also not great things? Um, so the Pikmins? Um, yeah, the or the first family. No, the ones that moved, moved in, in in the nineties. Okay, yeah. So they were doing some fucked up shit. Yeah, blood. I see. What you're yeah, saying. but then these are the ghosts that emerged right from that. It seems. Um, okay. So Sally came from the first round. Yes. Pikmin's did some shit. Yeah. And now this new family is like... Yeah. Eh. Lots of shit happening. Yeah. yeah. So there's no single hot spot in the house. Um, things occur in the master bedroom, in the closets, uh, Sally's room, uh, on the staircase, in the living room, the kitchen, the basement. Um, and there's... It says extreme amounts of paranormal activity at any time. So things that have happened, uh, dark moving shadows, unexplained voices, violent physical attacks, ectoplasm. What? So that's like that. We have never talked about ectoplasm. Yeah, yeah. Ectoplasm. That's like the the gooeyness that's left over after a haunting. Yeah. Um, Electronics failure, electromagnetic failure. Uh, field fluctuations, cold spots, hot spots, people having extreme nightmares, um, poltergeist activities, feelings of being choked, and demonic possession. Damn. Always. Um, so there is actually demonic activity caught on TV. And, I'm sorry, on video. Um, so, oh yeah. God. So in 2008, at 2.11 p.m. in the daytime, they're in the basement and they hear a demonic laugh. It's not even the fucking nope, nighttime. The demon does not give a shit. Nope. Demonic laugh, and then the camera malfunctions, and one of the cameramen that was filming felt something latch onto its back, mm-hmm. or onto his back. Um, it stopped once he exited the house. Um, the demons will physically attack. Um, someone named Robbie Thomas, I believe. Uh, he's a psychic. Um, 
felt that the master bedroom closet is a portal for energy. Um, and you can hear the word Satan come out of that portal. And then, uh, this guy, Tim was physically attacked by a demon, um, demonic possession. Um, they were doing a Ouija session live on Yahoo in 2012. Okay. Um, and I wonder if that's still something we can access, you know? Right. I don't know if I, they were doing something called a Gansfeld experiment with the Ouija board, which is where you deprive people of like their senses of smell, vision, and hearing, um, which is supposed to make you more receptive to psychic energies. Okay. So during that, um, he, uh, was momentarily possessed. Wow. Um, and it doesn't give me any details about what happened with that. So poor Tim. Um, <laughs> So uh, they say this. They recommend that the house is not safe to investigate because it's just that. It's dangerous. not even safe to investigate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Meanwhile, these people are still living here. Yeah. What? 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 So dumb. <laughs> um, oh, and so Kansas Paranormal Group gave just some interesting information about the history. They're trying to like be like, oh, did anyone named Sally ever live there? Mm-hmm. And there was a Sally, but she was later on. But again. The stuff with the, right, you know, the paperwork. And there was a Charles Finney who lived in the house. The Finney family did own it. Um, he was a doctor. Um, so all this stuff, like, Yeah, out. it does. Yeah. So um, I think that was it. And that's all. Yeah. It's so. crazy because it's like, I feel like we talk about this stuff so often. By the way, that was my leather, like, the couch breathing. <laughs> so we're all. You farted. That was the couch. Um, but I feel like we talk about this stuff so much that it starts to feel like fictional. And I just yeah. Wanna, like, really address. This is, yeah. This is fucking real shit. Yeah. Imagine going to a house, you bought your house, you go in, you're mm-hmm. feeling funny, you find a pentagram that's been sprayed over. Right. You find blood on the inside of closets. It's, right. Like, this is really happening to people. And, could, like, I can't imagine that. Like, what do you do? Like, that's a real, like... You've bought this house. Yeah. I'm living and now there's a bloody sweater right. in your attic. Like, what? and you know, people have been murdered there mm-hmm. or, you know, are doing devil rituals. And it's like, yeah. that's so scary. Yeah. And what you talked about too, like, you know, yeah, that feels fake. Thinking yeah. About it. It's it so, sounds like a movie. Yeah. But I mean, it's like movies get it from somewhere. Right. Because people like that existed. And like, did that mm-hmm. like horrible shit to real human beings. Yeah. Like a woman the, was the like upset that wasn't yeah. fairy ghost was like it was uh that that article was like to besmudge her character or something like like mm, I don't think I don't know <laughs> I don't know. I think it was probably real and you just are trying not to deter people from visiting yeah but yeah all right up. fucked up shit that woman with the when they described it as like. A crab yeah, oh my like, god. That one got me and um the the brain scrambling. Yeah. That's so crazy. Yeah. People people are evil. Yeah. Ghosts are evil, people are evil. Mm-hmm. Not a good time. Yeah. On that lovely note. Yeah. Follow <laughs> us on uh Instagram and Twitter, Gin and Spirits PC. Email us at Gin and Spirits Podcast at gmail.com. We would like to hear your stories about ghosts. Yes, please. You could be our tale from the great beyond. That's usually his segment on this. Mm-hmm. Um, 
questions from the crypt. I can have, you can ask us a question about yeah. ghosts. We'll, we'll talk about it. Statement. We'll call it yeah. comment from the crypt. Yeah. We don't care. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I was listening because, you know, I'm behind on the Instagram post. Yeah. So I'm trying so hard to catch up. <laughs> I was listening to one of the episodes and we had originally thought about, like, the idea of, like, giving people the opportunity to, like, feature their music if they, yeah. if they want. This isn't us. So, okay, I don't want to come off as someone who's, like, give us your stuff for free. We, no. We appreciate artists. We yeah. know what we can do. We are totally fucking fine with transitioning with no music. Yeah. <laughs> we're good. Shit. But if but, you want to feature it, we'll tag you. We'll promote, yeah. you know. Yeah. want to give you an opportunity. Yeah. To share if, your stuff. If you're interested. Yeah. So this isn't us being like, hey, hook us up. Right. But no. If you are interested, we would love to talk about you and your music and play yes. a, a blip of your song if you want. And we'll do that by transitioning between a yes. segment with it on on one episode you won't become like for free hour no. every episode just one yeah just like on episode 38 you right. transitioned between this these two segments thanks and this is That's your name it. follow them on soundcloud like yeah <laughs> yeah oh, i forgot about that yeah, yeah I, like, I love that idea it's such yeah. a nice idea so yeah. please so, let us do that yeah all right <laughs> <laughs> happy busy tuesday everyone yep happy busy tuesday cheers, cheers. <laughs>